Welcome to This Dev Life, the podcast for developers, where we talk about the daily life of developers, challenges we face, and how we overcome these challenges every single day. Join me and let's have fun together. Hello people, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good night, good day, any time of the day you're listening to this podcast and watching this video. I am back with yet another episode of This Dev Life and today on the show, I have my very good friend, my brother, he's, he's a very good guy, you should actually have this guy as a friend in your corner anytime, any day. And he's on the show today to talk to us about web development. Uh, with WordPress, what it feels like, how it feels like getting paid and all that. Uh, if you've missed past episodes, go ahead, uh, go to the playlist that uh, I have for this on YouTube or the podcast episodes on, uh, on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe, listen to the past episodes, uh, also subscribe so you get notifications on future episodes that we'll post on here. So not to waste too much of your time, let's hand it over to Lukeman to go ahead and introduce himself. Lukeman, nice to have you on the show, how are you doing today? Hey, Dara. I'm doing wonderful today. Um, good evening over here in my time. Um, thanks for the wonderful introduction. Um, it's, it's an honor to be on your on your show. I've actually been looking forward to actually talk on your platform for a very long time. I was hoping I would get lucky, and I think um, <laughs> so far being my best month, maybe bringing the luck. Um, so thank you for the wonderful opportunity. Um, so, who I am, my name is Lukman Belo. Um, I'm what you call a WordPress developer. And I do this on a day-to-day basis. Um, I've been doing this for over four years, mm. I'm counting. And it's something I love doing a lot because of how open WordPress ecosystem is and the extensibility of the WordPress architecture. So I will call myself a web developer, but my specialty is in WordPress development. And that's what I do for a living. That's quite nice. So if you were to count, like roughly the figure, how many WordPress websites have you built? Okay, so I would say over over 20, maybe close to 50, I don't know, or less than that. I can't recall, but I think it's over 20 already. And that's a lot uh, of money. I don't count it. <laughs> Your pocket uh, already. <laughs> not really. Well, but, 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 but it has actually been a wonderful journey. It has actually been a wonderful journey so far. Okay, so, if uh, I may just ask you, Ah, uh, what was your motivation to pursue web development and why specifically WordPress? Okay, so um, it's a tricky question. If I may, if I, if, if I, if I'm very sincere, there is a selfish part, and then there is this part of um, selflessness also and passion. The first, the selfish part would be that it's a field where you can actually have money in your pocket. And also the tech industry where you know actually there's a job opportunity, so that's the selfish part. But um, the one of the main drive is because I love being, I, I'm a techy person, I'm a geek, you, if there's any time like that. And I love um, the tech ecosystem a lot, a technology fan, that's what, that's what I would call myself. So one of the passion was um, one of the passions that keeps driving me is the idea of we in the tech industry being able to solve problems 
being able to impact lives, being able, being able to impact businesses, being able to bring solutions to to customers, being able to um, um, digitalize processes. So the idea of um, solving problems on a day-to-day basis was one of those um, motivation that pushes me into web development and the idea of the money also. <laughs> of course. So definitely. <laughs> the money uh, is important. You got to pay the bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to pay the bills. Yeah. Okay. So thanks for that, Lukman. So, uh, so if you were to think of the typical process of developing a website or a web project for someone or a customer, a big company, what does the process normally look like in your own case? looking to start a podcast like this. Anchor makes it super easy to get started with recording and automatically distributing your podcast to the most popular platforms all for free. You can create podcasts from your phone, computers, or bring in pre-recorded episodes and overlay them with free background tracks. Make money easily with no minimum listenership requirement. It is the podcast platform for all. Download the free app today from your app stores or go to anchor.fm to get started. Okay, so um, a typical web project, um, if you are looking at um, software methodology, I would say most of the web projects go through the waterfall model for small and medium scale. So you do the elicitation and the requirements gathering, where you talk to the client and you understand the client needs, um, competitive analysis, you do research, you also um, collect things like um, benchmarks from the from the client to understand the kind of business the client is trying to like and the client is trying to also benchmark. After that process is done, you also start doing. Um, um, then you start the user interface and user experience um, wireframing. Nowadays, that's what I do. So I leverage on the UI UX designers to quickly build a wireframe or a prototype or yeah, a prototype of the website based on that requirement gathering process. And that is the process of development a lot over time because um, even in WordPress, you actually need to still build the pages, whether you're using a drag and drop builder or you're you're building your team from scratch so um that process removes the impediment of wasting the time of the client whereby the client already have a feel of what the website wants to look like from the ui and ux wireframing after that the web development process kicks in built based on the wireframes that have been developed by the ui ux designer um that uh, improves the turnover time in you building a, web, a typical wordpress website and you can focus more on getting the functionality of the website, the contact forms, doing SEO, getting the e-commerce platform up and running, making sure all the technicalities of the WordPress ecosystem is working. Mm. Why not using so much time in designing? And afterwards, um, we go into the testing phase where you ensure that the client tests for responsiveness, check if there are no broken links, check if all the pages are according to the wireframes, and Nearly after this process, you do uh, all this process will be work on like a staging server. So for every website I do right now, I do staging and production, even for a WordPress ecosystem. Using the you can, well, your typical cPanel, you have Softaculous, you can actually create a staging environment for your work. 
after the client is okay with that, you push that to the live website that you have, um, after testing and the client is okay with that, you push that to the main website and you replicate that on the staging so that you can have like a continuous improvement process so that you don't break things on the website and keep changing on that particular website. So after testing, you either sign a deal for maintenance or you hand over the site to because the content management system and the clients can easily change things on the time to time, time basis. The reason you keep a developer is actually minimal. So I give them the two options. You can just go ahead and have a website. And maybe once in a while you call the developer in for audits and checks and all those kind of things. So that's actually how my typical web development project process goes. Thanks very much for that. Well, this is actually the first time I'll be hearing that there's continuous improvement and continuous delivery in WordPress development. And I think that that is what we've got into in this age and time. Yes, definitely. It's very important because um, you have to think agile in everything you do nowadays. Um, Even though like the process I've explained seems waterfall in nature, doesn't still mean you can still always find a way to improve that system without always breaking things on production always. Mm. So, so there's agile in production. For <laughs> yes, there's agile in there's production. waterfall so, rather, that's what I meant. <laughs> yes, there's agile in waterfall. So it's just like an hybrid system. People don't believe there's an hybrid system in something, but I think there's an hybrid system. It depends on how the project fits in so that you can understand the kind of process to embed into it. Mm. Hmm, that, that's quite insightful. Now, I know most of these websites you do, you get paid for them, uh, except my own website where you've received, refused to take my money. <laughs> <laughs> so, what does it feel like after you build a client and they pay you? What, what does it feel like? Uh, how, do you, how do you normally feel? Well, uh, is there a splendor that feeling? I think... Um... Yes, you feel good. You feel super excited that um, for something you do out of love, you're getting paid for it. You could you could have just been doing this for fun also, but this thing that you love doing, and then something enters your account that you know you can convert to your necessity, your necessities. It feels good, so good, and it brings this total happiness to move on and do more and be better at what you do because if you can impress a client that means more money to come for you so there is there's a fulfillment and gratitude kind of feeling like gratification there's this gratification from completing a project and getting paid for it like wow this it was just yesterday and i was just looking at this tool like oh what am i doing and then to this one is paying me for this so the feeling is immense. Can be it can be overwhelming sometimes, but, but it can be good. It can also be bring like a little bit of imposter syndrome mm. sometimes. But it's always good. It's always good. It's always this feeling of it's always good. Okay, okay, that, that's quite interesting. No, okay. So one of the questions most people don't talk about in their journey of development or in their career line is their failures. And one mm-hmm. thing I've learned is. Uh, talking about this failure sometimes helps you help bring out a better person than you. So, if I may ask, and if you're not afraid to share that, have you failed in any project before? And what does it feel like failing such, and how did you overcome such? 
I've actually failed. Uh, it's only it 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 will, it will be funny if anybody says he or she has not failed before. Um, so I've failed quite a number of times. Uh, maybe I can even stop keeping count about my failures because it's just a natural thing. So one of the typical one in terms as a web developer is um, is. I was trying to look for the language to qualify it, but it would be using the wrong tool for the for for using it using the wrong tool for the job. So let's say a client comes and I'm like I want to build a website, and uh, one of the typical failures during my early stages is I don't ask too many questions, and I just say okay, you want to build the website, and I believe WordPress can do it without even quickly um, taking my time to gather the requirement from the client. So I've had a case whereby um, I had an e-commerce website from a client and the client started and I didn't take my time to have that discussion with that client and I've collected the money. Okay, so so, so it's like a failure because at the end of the day, it's something I should say no for. Because, oh, WordPress cannot do it. And I don't have the capability as a developer to do that thing for you at that time. And... But I was so engrossed with the idea that, oh, WordPress can just do this stuff. And I went ahead and it was like two months on the project and we're just going back and forth. And at the end of the day, that whole thing went down the drain. So it's a, it, can, it can bring um, uncertainty and self-doubt sometimes. And you can fall down a path that you may not rise up quickly from because you now start wondering why you're doing what you're doing. Um, another sort of failure can be from um, features when you're trying to build features. So one of the other ones I had was I was asked to build a feature for a new website and it took a whole of months to, to do. It was almost even going to cost me my job. Um, I, I, I failed at it quite a number of times and it was because of, uh, of personal incompetencies. So, well, I, w- I don't know. I would still count that as a failure because uh, it took time to solve that problem. And maybe there were there are ways I could, I could have just take my time to learn something to fix that issue. But I was just about trying to patch things up. Um, it was daunting. So it's can, the feeling can be very, very depressing when you don't get to finish a project or when you when you promise a client to get something done within a specific timeline and you don't do that. So those are some of the common failures that we have. And it always boils down to time management, sometimes um, solutions not available, or using the wrong tool for the job, or not doing enough research. Um, so that's what I've learned from me, that it takes, sometimes just leave it, leave everything. Close your system, take a walk or watch a movie for two hours. Don't, don't, don't be worried. Time is the time you use and be wasting and trying to solve it the wrong way won't solve anything. So just close your system or you watch a movie or if you're a game person, play game and then come back at it and I'm very sure you'll find a solution around it. So most of the time that I've been able to scale to, um, I take my, I, I, I step back a little from the whole work and allow time to heal the process and then I come back to it again and think it through. Stop pressing your system. Just 
sit down and think about it like a day-to-day problem that you normally solve and you'll be surprised how you'll find a solution in maybe how to even cook indomie or how to fry egg or how to jump into a Lagos bus or the tactics you use when you are trying to maneuver your guy at work and you find it you just find a synergy in the tech and in the real life situations to solve that problem so as well I've only scaled to that's quite something there uh so thanks very much for that so if you were to go back four years now say you want to start again as a web developer a wordpress developer what advice would you have given to your younger self oh plenty actually plenty just give us five or ten uh no no five or ten is too much uh, i think it's plenty because uh, to me maybe i wouldn't have even done it differently the way i've done over time but the best advice i would give to myself uh, four years ago is days that that you would want to give up that it wouldn't make sense sometimes you won't you just not even understand what you are learning so um it's i think the best advice i would give is um start with the basics which is understand the tool or the platform or this or the framework or the language you are working with so one of the thing i didn't learn earlier is like the language for the framework i'm using so i'm building with wordpress but what controls this wordpress so understand what controls whatever framework you are using mm. or whatever open source platform you are using so I would say spend more time in understanding the architecture behind that tool. So learn your HTML. Don't say it's dumb. Learn your CSS, even if it is just vanilla CSS. Learn your JavaScript, even if it's just vanilla JavaScript. Understand jQuery. Don't let, don't, you don't have to understand it. Just go through that process. Like just watch the course or read the book or play with the simple things. Leverage on things like free code camp. Um, go to the Udemy, just go through the process of PHP, understand that even when I see a PHP code, even though I don't know what it does, I can at least spend a little time on it and be able to decipher what, what it's trying it to talk about. So with that, you can understand, okay, what is controlling the framework I'm using? So if I'm a React developer, I to understand JavaScript to an extent, you don't have to be perfect in it. You don't have to be perfect. Sometimes this experience and this understanding comes with time. No, there's no magic. There's nothing. You can't be the 10 times 10x developer in six months. There is no magic for that. You will fail. You will, there are days you will not even get it. There are days you won't even get it well at all. Yes, but best advice is keep at it. Education is key. Uh, keep it simple, always break it into smaller chunks. So if I'm building a website, what is this website about? Why am I building this website? Those simple questions of why, what, who, when, the W's will definitely give you the insights to why you're doing what you're doing. Why do I want to become a web developer? What are the gains for me? Even if you're money driven, that doesn't mean a money driven culture will not make you successful. So although you can always look for the positives of everything because okay, if you are looking for money in that means okay, how is this person earning like this? Well I can just start with something. I know definitely the next job will be better than this. And this person doesn't want to pay me, I'll build the website and I put it he or she on my platform. 
So don't wait till you have that job that wants to pay you money, that wants to pay you the, the hundreds of thousands, the ten thousand dollar job. It's even as little as the small ones that can only buy you data. Doesn't matter. Again, so um, at the end of the day, you you ain't you ain't they are, they are not cheating you, and you're not cheating them. You are only preparing yourself for that opportunity that will land on your lap. So it's not as if someone is trying to use you, in as much as I can say that I built this. I was on this project, even though I didn't finish it. I was with this person at such a time. Those are these things that work for you on the long run. They will fall like dominoes when you are maybe going to the top or at the top. You know, oh, I used to work with this guy. I used to work with that guy. Okay, I learned this from this person. So just little step by step. So the first advice would be keep at it, dedication. Don't don't stress the small stuff. Just no matter how small or how little, just continue building something. They don't beautiful. Don't build. If it just be the website and the website is just a BCB on it, it's there, it's out there. Basically, that would be my advice to anyone. To learn the basics, actually, very important. Learn the basics, understand the ecosystem, not just um, trying to quickly jump to the building. To understand the basics, just understand, ask questions, and ask questions. Then find mentors. Don't rely on your mentors too much, actually, but find mentors that. You can give a quick call and get inspired just talking to them. Not actually meaning for them to hold your hand, but just talking to them. Oh, just as you say, I, you are still available. I'm still available. How good are you now? Okay, I'm better. Ten percent, fifteen percent. They will always give you the fifteen percent job so that you can get to the hundred percent also. So basically, that those are some advice. That, that, that's quite some very deep inside. The, the one that caught me was uh, the small paying jobs to kind of grow yourself to the to the higher school one. Because I remember some of the first apps I built back then. So I think I charged two thousand five hundred naira for them. Yeah. Right now I oh, can wow. charge two thousand five hundred dollars, and if you say no, I'll just say go. If you say yes, I'll get go. your money and I'll build it for you. <laughs> yeah. So, so you, so you just look back at those things and you laugh, and you laugh at, yeah. uh, and you laugh at these two beginnings, and you like, wow, wow, wow. So nowadays you build a WordPress website and you charge around uh, over five hundred dollars for like five pages, and you're like, okay, just there, just there. You're not even worried, you know. But back then you collect like fifteen thousand, ten thousand. Yeah, we're running the uh, you charge about a thousand dollars for easy concept nowadays, and you're like, okay, okay, oh, it's okay. And the person doesn't give it to you, like, okay, you can go and find that ten thousand person and give it to the person. I don't mind. So, it's a process, a process, it's a process. Uh, you need to collect it if you feel it's a, it's a necessary job to be done, do it at that particular time. It doesn't always, it doesn't make sense at first. Give it time, me too. Into jail. Wow, that's 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 quite some time, and I've I've learned from it myself actually to actually sort of improve myself as a senior developer that you people call me, even though I don't take that mm. from now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sensei right now, so you're not my senior developer. You're that sensei level. I don't so know what you're talking about. Man. You <laughs> I know we are on your show, so I don't want to talk too much for your audience. So I don't want to give them too much, too much, um, too much of the knowledge I have about you. But we know who you are. We know what you can do. We know about you know, in quote greatness. 
Thanks for that. Okay, so people, you've been listening to the wisdom of Lukeman Bello, uh, aka Lucas Creations, a WordPress developer, a very good one at that. He has shared some insight into what looks like to be a WordPress developer, his passion for picking WordPress, uh, what it feels like to fail, uh, and giving advice to beginners starting in this career line. And it's been awesome listening to him for the past uh, about 20 minutes, uh, which is wow. quite fun. Yeah, 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 it's about 20 minutes now. Uh, and still rolling. So I want to say thank you for joining us up until this time. If this is your first time listening to this podcast or watching this video, I'll say go ahead and like, subscribe, so you get notified when new content is being posted because we do this like in seasons. This is the second season of the podcast and it's quite fun. There's been the first season. More seasons are to come. Of course, if you keep listening and you keep subscribing. So I want to say thank you for joining today. And look, man, I want you to say goodbye to our listeners. Wow, so thank you very much to, for everyone that have joined us today. Keep listening to this dev life. It's a, it has been helpful, it has been insightful. I've listened to all of developers that I admired on the platform from Ada to the West and I'm, I'm happy to have shared this platform with them. Uh, one day I hope to share the same stage with them also. So um, thank you for giving me the opportunity to share my little knowledge with a whole lot of people and um, I really appreciate Lots, yeah, short and brother. You're welcome. So, people, till I come your way again with quite another episode of this dev life, I'll say stay safe, stay devy, and stay lively. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to this dev life, a podcast for developers by Darao Ladabo. Thanks for joining me on the show. I'll see you in the next episode.